0: hey guys welcome back to another episode today we're going to take a closer look at intel and the recent acquisition that they're doing to move further into the manufacturing market and i do want to say intel is starting to look a bit interesting interesting doesn't necessarily mean it's a buy right it's just telling me hey jose come take a closer look at me see what's happening and that's what i'm going to be doing so for the next few days i'm actually i'm going to be doing a nice amount of research on intel And see what kind of optionality and what kind of future growth can this company see. Obviously, there is a lot of competition in both the markets that Intel is really focusing, the design of chips and also the manufacturing. Um, But who knows, maybe there might be some way for Intel uh, to make it through. At the moment, I have no shares of Intel. Uh, For those that haven't seen, right, Intel, I I believe, has been a very boring stock, especially in the past five years. Stock has been pretty much dead money. Usually, when something like this happens, pushes investors away there's no reason why some investors would want to come to dead money and before we go any further make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure to hit the subscribe button check out the pinned comment for free discord free newsletter and a lot of great investing links so tower semiconductor is traded under the nasdaq at sticker tsem this is a leading foundry for analog semiconductor solutions the deal is expected to be all cash funded from intel's current balance sheet and it's gonna be a total of about fifty four dollars per share. Total enterprise value will be about five point four billion dollars. And right now it is expected to close in approximately twelve months. Uh so maybe early 2023 the latest right. So, first let's try to see what Intel is getting out of this deal, right? Let's take a closer look at Tower Semiconductor. Like I mentioned, this is a foundry business. If we take a closer look at revenue in the past five years, about 1.5 billion dollars in revenue in the past 12 months, positive in cash flow from operations, they have about 764 million dollars in cash and short-term investments, and they have very, very low debt at the moment, right? So fundamentally sitting at a great place. Now I wanted to Take a closer look at Intel's balance sheet, right? Hey, are you okay paying these kind of prices on an all-cash deal? And I kind of knew this entering, but I didn't know how strong Intel's balance sheet was until now. First, we can see cash and cash equivalents, they have about 4.8 billion dollars. So, in theory, they have pretty much all enough cash to cover it, but they have about short-term investments of about 2.1 billion, and more importantly, they have trading assets of about 21.5 billion dollars. So this this company is definitely has strong balance sheet to be able to make these kinds of moves and acquisitions i do want to show this company is also super positive in cash flow from operations net cash flow provided by operating activities in the full year of 2021 was almost 30 billion dollars so again this kind of acquisition to me is not going to be something that's going to game change the overall balance sheet of intel and it's something that they can really kind of work through with their own fundamentals Another thing I do want to mention, hey, it it looks good for Intel, they have plenty of cash flow, but obviously it is going to impact kind of the bottom numbers. For example, for the full year of 2022, Intel is expected their earnings per share on a gap basis to be $3.55. This is very profitable. Let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services The full offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month, you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the Stock Advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. But when we take a quick look at 2020 they had a gap earnings per share of four dollars and 94 cents and in 2021 four dollars and 86 cents so obviously with all this investment and kind of the shift that intel is doing it is gonna hit on their earnings per share uh so i do want to say if you are an investor and really just taking a look at current um current p.e ratios it might not going to be the actual information, right? Because this company is going to be losing a nice amount of earnings per share within the next year. And I don't think that's going to change, right? I do believe 2023, they will also have maybe not a big drop like that, um, but they will be spending a nice amount of money, not only in their foundry business, but in their chip design business. So let's kind of take a closer look at the presentation some more. Uh, So what does TSM besides strong fundamentals bring to the table? So right now, TSM actually has seven global foundries two in israel two in the united states and three in japan so it's gonna expand um your uh intel's kind of foundry business internationally even though they are already in different markets globally it's just gonna increase that market we know a lot of countries right now are really focusing on making their own chips so having a chip fab near them is going to be great news right um, intel is building new foundries here in the united states and they're also looking to expand in europe right the second thing and i think this is the most important thing for intel is this is going to open doors for potential customers For Intel, Uh, it's also going to bring engineers and technology to Intel. But let me go back to that other point, the customers, potential customers. I think one of the biggest issues Intel has at the moment is that they're focusing both on manufacturing chips and designing chips, right? So certain competitors might not want to go to Intel to build chips from them, right? Because it might be like, hey, you might kind of take our secrets or to some extent there might be some competition or pride pushing certain competitors not to build their chips from intel by kind of having, buying a company that already has customers, they already know the team behind it. They can feel a bit comfortable, but like, okay, even though you're being purchased by Intel, we've worked with you before, so it's okay for us to continue. And they can bring further customers to Intel. So I think the customer opportunity um, is an important aspect of this acquisition. Um, for from Some other things to know is, I, I think this deal is decently valued i mean 5.4 billion dollars for a company with 1.5 billion in 12 months revenue increasing overall it's a great move for intel right as they kind of plan to move into the foundry business so i do think for intel it's a smart move for the way they are moving the direction that they're traveling the real question is the way that they're traveling is this is this kind of manufacturing way that they're going to the real good plan for intel and i think that's what many investors are still trying to to think or, or decipher i also want to share a little thoughts on regulations we've seen a lot of regulations push back in the past i want to say in the past year or so I don't think this is going to be much pushback from regulators for the following reasons. Right now, the world is trying to kind of diversify where chips are being made. Uh, so I don't I, I think company uh, countries are gonna be a little bit more lenient with Intel especially since this is a manufacturing deal. It can help boost global manufacturings opposed to being all in certain regions of the world. So for that reason, I don't think it's gonna put get too much pushback. The second reason is this uh, Intel, this kind of tower semiconductor, the chips that they make are mainly in the analog market and there's not too many competition from intel in that market so i don't think regulators will fight too much or there might be too much pushback from other companies maybe if intel was buying a foundry that makes a lot of chips for some of its competitors then i think that's where we would see more of a pushback so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time